So maybe I'm curious to ask you about the um, damages or maybe injuries happening to these cells. And we ask mm -hmm. the question, how we can design a living cell, maybe never damage, and how they heal. I don't know if this is something from biology that we can have systems that never damage. For example, when we look to nature, for example, when we see, for example, geckos, they, when they lost their part, they can grow it again, but sometimes they have to, not the ideal shape again. And this mm -hmm. affects also the energy they have in their body. I don't know if you can tell us how, how this happened, maybe in the level of the cell, if there's damage or injury, how they can recover. And do you think you can uh, maybe design them in a way that they can never damage or maybe delay the damage according to morphology? Yes. So in, in biology, this there's really a spectrum that we understand pretty well now. So... Um, there's sort of three ways to tackle this. So, so number one is, is simply regeneration. Mm -hmm. So you allow the injury to proceed and then you simply replace the cells. So as, as a biological living system, you're capable of, of reproduction of your cells and you simply go from the blueprint and rebuild whatever was lost. Um, we also have what we would call wound healing. So that's very different than regeneration. And wound healing that often involves scar tissue and simply closing the wound. Um, and then last, you can morphologically, this is usually at the tissue or organism level, just simply change your morphology. So a lot of robots, if you lose a limb, uh, they become fairly non-functional. But in mammals or cats or dogs, we yeah. have plenty of animals that have lost a limb or even two limbs, and they adapt and they get around pretty well, all things considered. Um, at the repair level, we understand now a lot of the signals that go into repair that there's these local signals that are very fast and they signal the surrounding tissue that there's an injury of some kind and often it can it can give nature into the severity of the injury so a small injury that's easy to resolve will initiate repair and a large injury that's fairly severe will initiate regeneration and we're beginning to get tools to play with that in synthetic systems and so certainly there's a lot of work to adapt to those cassettes and those those pathways to enhance or even uh, reduce the regenerative capacity of a biological system, depending on the need. Yeah. Uh, you know, certainly for, for some cell types like spinal cords, that, that's a huge area of study is, is how do we regenerate a spinal cord? Whereas there's other organisms, a lot of lizards that you can chop off their limbs and they re regrow their limbs, or they can even regrow part of their nervous system without much trouble. Mm. And we're trying to get control over those systems at the moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe a quick question here. Um, I, I have the perception it's very complex, as you say. But maybe I'm curious to ask you, as you have a number of years of research, why is it still maybe complex to figure out this question? We don't know from robotics, just to be curious, why it's very complex. Do you think what is maybe the main corner that in biology this is still really um, mysterious for you? Yeah, so I think if you if you think about how long we've had access to cells and how little we really mm. know. So if you ever see a diagram of a cell that's drawn proportionally and with all components, it is it, it is uh, incredibly packed. So, you know, you have millions of base pairs that are being transcribed at a given time to make tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of proteins that are moving in and out of the nucleus into the surface. And you have receptors that are sensing all sorts of different signals and you have regulatory elements. And, and I think 
each time we peel away a layer, what we find is that there's more underneath that we don't understand. So, right, we had a lot of amazing cell biology before we even knew there was DNA as a hereditary element with Watson mm -hmm. and Crick. And mm -hmm. then there was this push, well, DNA explains everything. If we simply sequence everything, we'll know everything about a cell. And then in the past 20 years, I would say we found that actually, no, that's not the case. Epigenetics is a whole field that shows that a lot of what happens is not encoded in the genome. It's environmental and there's feedback and there's nonlinear relationships between these things that happen. Hmm. And, and so we're really only beginning to understand all of the signals that come into a cell. And so, you know, in a robotics term, you could think about this as maybe um, we don't even know how many control knobs there are. But we're only beginning to understand that there's a lot more than we thought that there were. And so we're really trying to understand the system without understanding all of the components that are working at the same time. We're missing a lot of levels of information. Yeah, that's interesting.